Welcome to Thinking Into Success. I'm Dr. J.A. Jones, your spiritual coach, encourager, and friend. I'm here to help you find spiritual solutions to real problems. Each week, we deliver solutions to issues you're facing in life or someone you care about. Let's get started. We're back today. Last week, we talked about the importance of leaving and cleaving in relation to marriage or those that really want to be married. This is Dr. J, as you are here today with us, uh, thinking into success. I'm glad to have with me my wife, Cindy, and uh, of 39 years of marriage, actually as of this month in January. So we're very, very excited for this opportunity to be able to share with you some things that we have learned and what God has showed us over the years. And also we have helped, I don't know, countless number of couples and individuals to understand relationship as it relates to marriage, even if they're single and they are desiring to be married. So we're here today. You can say something to our audience. Hello, everyone. Glad to be here. All right, wonderful. So let's get started with this uh, thought today and these keys. So the thought today is 10 keys to a healthy, loving marriage. So if you want to be married or you already married, I know without a doubt, this will help you. And the first key is use us and we and eliminate I and me, which means that's a selfish way of talking when you're saying I, when you're saying me, you know, instead of us and we, because marriage is a togetherness, it's two people coming together. And most people don't understand that yet. It's uh, coming together to be uh, living together as one in many aspects, you know, spirit, soul, and body. Um, it's important to have that mindset of we now that you said I do. Mm-hmm. And you're coming together to make to make a home. Uh, it's no longer about what I want and what I can get, and right. I and what I, I'm used to. And so now it's we. So you, it's the beginning of the consideration of the other person. Mm-hmm. So you use the term we, and there's gonna be many, many, many compromises. Many compromises. Right. So it's a it's a life change. It's a change in mindset, a change in how you look at life, because now you're no longer thinking about yourself only. Right. Right. <laughs> but right. you gotta consider the the desires and the need of the other person mm-hmm. and uh uh make compromises. Mm-hmm. It's no longer my bank account, my uh, furniture, right. my house. Mm. Good point. Yes. My uh, car. Right. <laughs> yeah. Because you're coming together. It's, it's the both of you. So it's our, it's we, right. it's us. Right. What do we want to do? And mm. we have to uh, take that time to discuss those things 
with the other person right and see what they want and find a middle ground yeah so if i've already purchased a car before i got married or a house or uh we'll say something and now i am married it is together we're together so we should be able to share it we should not say that is my car oh, i pay for it or whatever but it's like you say we got to come together and talk about it yes. and to eliminate the i and me and uh, sure it's yours you purchase it sure it's hers but still um, you don't you, you don't what you're sharing. you're sharing yeah you're sharing and i think that's important mm -hmm. to come together as one in spirit soul and body so when we say i and me it's an act of selfishness and mm -hmm. selfishness selfishness uh could be defined as personal devotion to oneself pretty much the definition of selfishness so and that's probably why that many couples you know that, that are married divorce because of selfishness i truly believe that the root of divorce is selfishness some no one won't like as my wife just said no one really wants to compromise or take the uh second uh chair or second seat or back up or you know no one really wants want to back down and uh too many wedding vows get rewritten to the exclusion of the other person yes mm-hmm so that's important for us not to uh, verbalize I and me, but to verbalize when we're having a, even a heated discussion or a hot discussion or a discussion that may not be pleasant to talk about. We still should use as much as we can, we and us, because we're in it together, without a doubt. And you don't want to get lost or lose your identity, but... Uh, that's why discussion is important mm -hmm. uh, and keep your identity, mm -hmm. keep what you like or mm -hmm. what you uh, don't like, but you have to find a middle ground because you got to take consideration for the other person, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what they want, what their desires are right. and find a happy medium. Yes. And a lot of couples, uh, we would say, you know, even after marriage, they may travel okay they their job may take them away mm -hmm. you know right what do you think like the military or mm -hmm. government right. or whatever company they may work for they may be gone for five months or three months or mm -hmm. or then they come back you know the spouse is there you know mostly possibly could be the wife it could be a husband uh that has taken on the burden of the family uh, household, you know, with the children, with the paying the bills, mm -hmm. uh, making sure everything is in order. And yeah. now the other person has come back. Now they got to shift their mentality, how they're thinking, yes. right? Yes. That, that does can happen. Be tough. It that can be, be very, tough. very tough. Yes. You know, but well, you have to do it. Yep. You have to yep. do it. And, mm -hmm. you, and when you say I do, you have to take that into consideration too. Right. Because uh, if they had, if the job takes them away, and you know you're spending a lot of time by yourself, and mm -hmm. you get to make all the decisions and things, you know. Mm -hmm. But when that person comes back, uh, now you have to consider them. So it can be it can be tough doing that mindset. Oh yeah, definitely changing. Right, you know, divorce rate are, are at a to me as an epidemic, you know one divorce is still not good you know we could say uh i know that being military and 
you know, that we are in a retired army, but the divorce rate are high in the armed forces, the army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, uh, even firefighters will say uh, the police department or deputies, you know, any profession really when the spouse probably is gone a length of time, you know, even five days, you know, two months, as we've said. So it's important to keep the line of communications open, even maybe while, you know, you're separate or separated, you know, based on work per se. Yeah. Uh, and then when you come back together three months later, six months, then the transition would be a lot easier, mm-hmm. you know, because that spouse is aware of the bills that are being paid and there's a relationship even constantly there over the phone or through letters or through social media or through technology or whatever it may be. Getting so, the input. Getting the input, input, input. So input is important. So that would kind of minimize the stress and the strife, the or negativism or what? Yeah, when they do come home. When they do come home. Because they, you know, you've been communicating the whole time while you're separated. Sure. So when they do come home, they're right there in person giving mm-hmm. their input. Mm-hmm. But while they're away, they can give their input, whether through well electronic means or paper means. Right, right, yes. right. Well, it's very important. And even if that's not you, for example, you are at home, we'll say nine or 12 months out of the year with your spouse, it's still important mm-hmm. not to use I and me. And yes. many times... Uh, uh, Cindy, I think it stems from uh, childhood. I think it stems from the past or it could be generational per se. What was passed down to that spouse or that uh, husband or that wife, that uh, the selfish mentality or Experience. uh, or experiences. Don't share everything with your spouse. You know, hold some things back. Advice from friends. Advice from friends can cause relationships to go down. Yes. Uh, oh, don't ever share nothing with him or her. You or know, hide certain things. Or hide things. Mm-hmm. But when you when you hide things, you 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 open a door for conflict to happen. Right. Uh, issues to arise, and they will. Mm-hmm. And so, even when you you're together all year round, you have to have space for Mm -hmm. each other uh, to have some personal time. Right. So, you know, you, you're not, you don't feel like your life is totally about the other person, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. keep in mind that that other person is part of your life, Mm -hmm. but you can have your away time, do whatever you're used to doing. uh, Mm -hmm you know, with your friends or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. but, uh, you got to consider one another right. and keep each other informed. Right. So every time a conflict or something happened between the two of you, one of you ain't just running off to your friends and, and verbalizing your feelings to them versus calming down and speaking with your spouse. Right. Right. That's correct. Um, Wow. This first key to a healthy, loving marriage is it's full of a lot of information. It's just wide open and, and there's a lot to talk about. So uh, just remember to use us and we because you are together now. You have left your parents 
You have left your home life. Now you're starting a new life. Even if you've been married five years, 12 years, 14 years, there's still relationships that are not cohesive. They're not coming together. They're still separate, you know, in a sense of not communicating, you know, because they say three things that can ruin a relationship. Uh, money. We'll talk about that later. Intimacy or lovemaking. Sex. That's another one. And the third thing is communication. Correct. So now that you're married, you got to understand how to uh, live together as a couple and not as individuals per se, having that individual mindset. So remember, use us and we more than I and me. All right. What do you think? That was a good point, wasn't it? That was a yeah. great point. I mean, selfishness and yes. all of those things. We could keep going on and on. We could. We could keep going on and on. Yeah. So number two, let's talk about key number two as we go forward. Okay. Uh, mm -hmm. Go ahead. I'm going to let you start on this one. Cooperate with each other. Mm -hmm. Whether it's uh, you got to sit down and define the roles right. in the marriage. Right. Uh, who's going to do what. Right. Um, <laughs> and... This can cause some conflict because mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, there's stigmas. Stigma. What is a stigma? Well, you know. Break it down to me. Okay. How can I say this? How some people are raised, the woman does all the cooking. Okay. The man takes out the garbage or okay. the man cuts the grass. Correct. And uh, do the repairs. Right. The man does the repairs. The woman does all the cleaning and, you know. Right. So, you got to define the roles. Who's good at what? Right. Mm -hmm. Who's good at keeping the checkbook? Mm -hmm. Who's good at, uh, who's good at cooking? Right. Who's good at cleaning? Mm-hmm. You know. And if you both are, you may decide to do it together. Mm-hmm. You know. But you, you have to know that ahead of time, too. Mm -hmm. Before you say, I do. <laughs> mm -hmm. True. And after you True. say I do, True. Uh, don't assume mm -hmm. <laughs> that the other person is going to do that or you don't change your mind. Right. And you switch up on the person now that you got them. Correct. Don't do that. <laughs> so you have to cooperate with each other. Remember, it's mm -hmm. your home, it's your life together. Yes. And you want peace mm -hmm. you want mm -hmm. peace you don't you're not in the fight with each other you're not trying to outdo each other it's not a conflict uh i mean not a conflict a, a contest contest that's right yes. yeah all right uh, you uh, so sometimes people get into the marriage and they're trying to read the other person's mind or mm -hmm. trying to get them to do something right and they try they look at it as a contest un un sub unconsciously mm -hmm. but the mm -hmm. behavior comes out that mm -hmm. way mm -hmm. uh, trying to get more than the other mm -hmm. or to get them to do things like that mm -hmm. and it you know it can start a buildup of resentment. So you don't want that to happen. Sure. And, and it's so important. This is an important key, really, to a healthy, loving marriage. Because, uh, wow, 
much as uh, we've seen over our life, you know, as a couple and some of the issues that we have experienced within our own relationship, it's important also Mm -hmm. to understand cooperation. Mm -hmm. You have to cooperate. It's not a choice with each other. Oh, yes, without a doubt. If not, the other C would come in, which is conflict. You know, you don't want conflict and conflict can lead to strife can lead to separation, division. It can it can build a wall in a relationship when there's no cooperation. And a lot of times, like I've said earlier, that people don't really understand how to relate to one another because it is a marriage relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, people relate to other people in different ways, but you have to be able to relate to your spouse yes. by cooperating as it's already been spoken that everybody has their gift. Some is good at this and some is bad at that. Some people are good with numbers and some people are not. Some people are good with cleaning and some are not. Some people are good with this particular area and you know your area. So find the strengths and weaknesses and come together. Yes. You know, some people have said that opposites, what? Track. One more time. Opposites attract. What does that mean? Uh, in this, in this context. Okay. When one is good at uh, something, the other one may be weak in that area, but, you know, the opposites attract to each other. Mm-hmm. So where I'm, I'm weak, you're strong. Mm-hmm. When you're weak, I'm strong. Mm-hmm. So, but that's, that's a good thing because we can come together and make it work. Mm-hmm. But uh, if we look at each other resentfully of because I'm strong in this area and the other person isn't, right. and then we start looking down at them and, and say what's wrong with them, right. why can't they see it my way, uh, don't they see this because it mm-hmm. may be easy for you in a certain area, mm-hmm. that means you are to help that person, Right. you know. In that area, not just uh, don't resent them because of the the weakness in the area where you're strong. Right. You know, that's the good thing Mm -hmm. about a marriage. Right. And two coming together as one. Uh, Don't if one is is great in leadership skills. Right. That doesn't mean that you dominate your partner because they are not strong in leadership they're more they were probably, supportive yeah, they're, they're more supportive. supportive they may be in the background they and, may and they can uh-huh. calm you down in that area they can calm you down okay mm-hmm. and okay. give you peace and something right. right things like that right but don't expect them to be dominant and you dominate them because your skills in that area is more strong is stronger than theirs right you know you don't want to dominate each other mm-hmm. or one dominate the other because then that can only go so far and it can lead to resentment so the man is not supposed to dominate but love and lead yeah you know if the man for example is the leader which he is i do believe the man is the leader in the home, when it comes to marriage relationship, God created Adam and mm-hmm. then Eve. Mm-hmm. You know, the man should be in that perspective. That doesn't mean he gets uh, everything done his way all the time. That doesn't mean 
that what he says always goes because he may not be aware. Again, that could be his weakness and the woman could have strength in that area. So, but then the woman should not dumb down her brain, no. you know, but she still should be supportive yes. and she can advise her yes. husband Very because the Bible says in Genesis, the Lord God said in Genesis 2 and 18, mm -hmm. it is not good for the man to be alone. Then he said, I will make a helper or a helpmeet suitable for him. What do you think about that? Give me, a, give me your thoughts on that scripture, on that principle. Well, God has set order. Order, yes. He set order. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And yes, the man does need a helper mm -hmm. because we're, we're made differently. Right, right. You know, and right. so a man is more, um, I'll say, task oriented driven driven task driven accomplish something yes where the woman she may have no problem with that getting the task done but she will advise him or oh, have you considered this uh you know give him different things different perspective yeah. that they may have not thought about or seen right. and that's right. important because you can go straight ahead say uh we're going to scrub the pots right Right. And you're going to wash the dishes. So you wash the wash the pot, you scrub the pot, mm -hmm. and scratch up the pot. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, you don't want to scratch up a good pot. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's a good point. Mm -hmm. So the woman said, what did you do? What did you use? Right. You know. Right. And, and, at, and <laughs> she will advise you, okay, use this so you won't scratch up the pot. Otherwise, we got to buy another set of pot. Correct. Not good. <laughs> Not good. Yes. Not, and, and it doesn't make a difference what it is in relation to uh, working together and understanding the woman's role as a helpmate and the man's role as well to lead. Yeah. Uh, and that's not, again, demeaning the, the female or the woman. Right. It's just helping her to understand her place because everything must have its own place. Right. You know, if you're going to organize a house, or organize a room, organize the, your garage, you're going to organize things and things look good when it's in place. It looks yeah. orderly. Just And that's how the, the, the marriage should be. That's how the relationship be. Again, it's all important. And we have to beware of pride. Say that one more time. We have we to beware of what? Beware of pride. Pride. What is that? Okay. Because when pride is there, then we have the outlook of she's trying to tell me what to do. Okay. Or he's trying to tell me what to do. You mm. ain't my mama. You're not my daddy. Mm. We don't want to go there. Mm. We have to cooperate with each other. Always look at it as they're trying to help me. Mm -hmm. Yes. She's trying to help me. Yes. He's trying to yes. help me. Yes. And that will cut down on a lot of conflict. If you don't look at it that way and you get prideful and you get defensive, that's when uh, blow ups happen and anger comes in and it's just a lot of confusion right and you don't right. want that well i believe the devil tried to comes in because the devil was full of pride and god kicked him out mm -hmm. you know i haven't so and a lot of times we do have pride we do have egos you know i believe ego ego it means edging god out mm -hmm. and a lot of times couples edge god out of the relationship because of pride 
because it's about them and they don't really want to cooperate with the other person. They may want sex from the person. They mm -hmm. may want the person's money. They may want what the person can give them in the relationship, but they're not in the relationship for them, for that person, that person themselves, in other words. So, and a lot of people have hidden agendas and many times it's passed down. You know, it's what people have seen over the years and they think it's, it, it worked in the past and it really didn't work. It just wasn't discovered. Now you're in another relationship and you think you're going to do the same old thing. It's not going to work. You know, many people, again, have been married more than once, you know, for the most part. And some have been married two or three times. And then they carry over the same mentality, the same attitude in the current relationship. Mm. And it's about to crash. Yes. You know, the car is getting ready to crash. And it's going to crash hard. And then they wake up one day and wonder what happened. You don't have to wonder what happened. You can know what needs to happen before you get into the relationship if you do it God's way. Correct. If you cooperate with one another, let your pride go, as Cindy just said. You know, let the ego go and let God in, in the relationship and it will be better because of it. Yes, and that kind of goes back to the using the us and we. Yes, yes. Because if you marry someone for a particular reason, right, you're in selfish mode. Because right. if they change that particular reason, then what else did you marry him for? Right, that's if true. They change. Mm -hmm. What else is going to keep you in the marriage? Mm-hmm. Love is so important in a relationship. Love. And love okay. is unconditional. Right. You love because you love. Mm -hmm. You know, and love is an action word. Yes. And, <laughs> and when that's going to be many changes right. and many phases that right. you're going to go through mm -hmm. in life. Mm -hmm. But if you marry somebody for a particular reason. Wow. And then... If they're not doing what you thought, thought or wanted, <laughs> or wanted, yeah, yeah, you know, and you not cooperate with them, and they're not cooperating with you based mm -hmm. on what you thought, mm -hmm. oh, it's not good. But yes, you want to love the person because of who they are. Right. All of these things need right. to be taken into consideration right. before you say I do. Before I do, right? Before, really? Before. Why? Why? Be, okay, my question to you: Why before I do? Because when you say I do, you might at the at the altar at when the, the priest, altar. the pastor, the preacher yes. marries that person. Yes. Okay, before they say I do. Before, before they, they even kiss, right? Yeah. Before they even kiss, at the end of the day, at the <laughs> end of the relationship. You know, you may kiss your bride. No, you need to get that right before you go down the, the aisle, right? You need to really get to know the person before you go to the altar. Really? And say, uh, for till death do be part. Really? And a lot of people rewrite mm. the vows, but they don't want that in there. Oh, they say that one more time? They don't want the till death do we part. Why? They're just trying it out. Oh, they're test driving. <laughs> they're test driving a relationship. Is that like a car? That can be oh. very harmful. Right. Test driving. Okay. Yeah. That hurts. <laughs> but they're test driving and getting married. So that you know, you should test drive it before marriage. Not just do no. everything, but 
No? Okay, go ahead. Break it down to me. No, you got to know the person Okay. before you get married. And it ain't all about getting in the bed and test driving either. Okay. That, that, that could be an issue down the road. Oh, that causes you know, problems. Right? Buying a house together, that could be a problem and you're not married. True. Okay. Buying a car together, that could be a problem and you're not married. I mean, just a lot of issues. So the, the key here is what we've discussed is cooperate with one another. And we've already talked about how we should use us and we instead of I and me. Yes. So any uh, final words, you know, we'll come back and, and render the next uh, lesson shortly uh, about the 10 keys to a healthy, loving marriage. This has been awesome without a doubt. Yes. And uh, very important to know. Yes. Uh, know who you're marrying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Love them. Right. Love them. Right. And because the love will be tested. Right. Right. In various seasons in life. That is so true. So yes. true. So just remember to use us and we and eliminate I and me. Cooperate, cooperate with, with each other. Thank you for listening to Thinking Into Success. Now, if you enjoyed this podcast, you can subscribe, share it with your friends, click the like and follow button, take a screenshot and share it on your social stories. I look forward to you being with us on the next episode. Until next time.